This is the original video? It is. And we're live. Just in my podcast. Episode number three. Little Rolling Stones. Best rock and roll group ever. Yeah. The world is at the brink of World War Three. So when did this song come out? I'd say in the uh Early 70s, late 60s, early 70s. See if there's a date on here, no? Oh. Someone out there knows. So when this song came out, do you remember when it came out? Yes. Yeah? It was on the Beggar's Banquet album. And... Crazy. I was either just starting, finishing high school, or just starting college. And... We thought the world was... We needed to give me shelter then. The the end of the Vietnam War was just finally happening. Civil rights was settling down, so we were getting by that. And then the gas crisis in the Middle East, um, the Middle East, which was always been a powder keg, you know, since day one, was all of a sudden our problem because we had become so dependent on fossil fuels, gasoline, heating oil and all of a sudden you had to wait in line to get gasoline. Gasoline went up to about four bucks a gallon which is in the 1970s, early 70s. Yep. What? Yeah. It was very expensive. You could only buy it every other day. You could, it depended on what, it would, depended on your license plate. Like if you had an odd number at the end of your license plate, you could buy it on Mondays, Tuesdays, and Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, and, and an even number, you could buy it on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays, and then anybody could buy it on Sundays. But gas stations were always running out of gas, or the gas, station attendant would come out and put a sign on your back window this is the last car you know and then somebody would pull up behind you and take the sign off of your window and put it on his window and no this is the last you know, car no no i'm the last car and uh yeah i mean it was quite it, it you know what it, it's kind of was kind of sad because it was the end of the muscle car it was the end of the muscle car era because they couldn't fuel them. Yeah, because you, like you know the you know 
at the time I had you know like a 1969 Chevelle SS 396 it was getting like you know eight nine miles to the gallon and if you were stepping on it you know racing it you were getting about four or five miles to the gallon so you know you just could not afford to you know drive a car like that around and 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 uh pay that kind of money you know when you were only making you know 300 you know bucks a week what was minimum wage when the the gas when it was four dollars was it really four dollars? I'm, sure. I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Maybe, I mean, I I remember my brother pumping gas and it was twenty five cents a gallon. Back, my brother Jerry. I had there's a picture of him someplace standing next to the gas pump that says twenty five cents a gallon. So maybe it was like two or three dollars a gallon, but it seemed then. like back then, yeah, you know, like there was your whole paycheck to fill up, you know, or half your paycheck to fill up your gas tank. So the minimum wage was like around a gallon of gas. Well, like four bucks or something. When I, when I was six, 15 and I started working, officially started working on, you know, on top of the table instead of under the table for my father the minimum wage was a dollar 35 an hour and he was paying me 88 cents an hour <laughs> because you know dead button up yeah your heart's falling out oh you're lucky to be working you know you know you got a job shut up you know and so you know I worked for 88 cents an hour for a little while, and then my brother, Jack, God rest his soul, was working in the office, and he said to my father, you know, he was involved in the payroll personnel system, he said, Dad, you can't pay him 88 cents an hour, and the minimum wage is $1.35, everybody else is making $1.35 <laughs> right. an hour. Because you're on the boats too, right? Yeah. So, like, you know, how does that work? So anyways... Shortly thereafter, I got the big jump to a dollar thirty-five an hour, and I'll never forget my first paycheck that I made. Worked forty hours a week, and maybe I don't know, maybe I worked a few overtime hours on, on Saturday or something. But for basically forty hours a week at a dollar thirty-five an hour, minus the taxes and everything, I took home twenty-seven dollars and change. What? And I was fat city. I was <laughs> sitting fat. I was like king of the hell. $27. I'd never seen that much money in my life. I was like, $27? I mean, I could go... I couldn't... I, you know, I, I wasn't driving at the time. You know, like, I, I, I didn't have a kind to put gas in or anything but you know like you could buy anything you know you could buy beer was a was 99 cents a six pack you could buy a six pack of cappy's premium for 99 cents you know so you know if you could buy, find a buyer you know 99 cents you had 27 dollars in your pocket what's 99 cents for a six pack of cappy's premium and if you wanted to get something like miller or schlitz at the time was the big the beer drink is beer with Schlitz. Um, you know, maybe a dollar thirty-five. You know, a dollar thirty-five a six-pack. You know, That's if nothing. you want to splurge. Yeah. You know, so. You know, 
those were the days, my friend. And, you know, but you know, we thought they'd never end, but right, they did end. And but the strife in the world continues, gets, goes on, and gets worse. And sometimes it gets a little. Seems like it's getting a little better. And then these days, do you think you know, it was more like hectic back in the day with the Vietnam War? And uh, well, I think back. Nixon was the president, you know, the last president uh, to, to really, how do I put this, to, to, he was the one that started taking the most flack for the Vietnam War. Kennedy, you know, it goes all the way back to Eisenhower. Eisenhower took put the first troops over there, they were supposed to be only advisors, then Kennedy actually put boots on the ground and then he died and and then Johnson took over for him and Johnson took the brunt of the Vietnam War um, and the Civil Rights Movement and he finished out Kennedy's term so that was he had a half a, so Johnson had a half a term and then he ran for, he ran for election and he won so in 64 he was elected president for four years, and so he was president until '68, and that was the time from '64 to '68 when the Vietnam War really escalated from like 25,000 troops on the ground to 175,000, you know, Holy 150 shit. to 175,000, and um, I mean, there's 50,000, 50 some odd thousand deaths, so and how many? You know how many troops? I'm sure you could look it up. And yeah. so it was about 175,000. You know, if there were 50,000 that died, so um, it was so bad that he had served a term and a half. Now the Constitution calls for he can serve two terms. Yeah. So oh no it, way. It didn't count he, that he his served two, his out two years. his two years that he served uh, that were Kennedys. Those what? were Kennedys. So he could have run again in 1968. Yeah. But he didn't. Because he got so much fucking... He was like, he couldn't hack it. So much shit from the public saying, right. why are we... He's, he, he just couldn't hack it. It was like, like he was a broken man. You know? What were we doing in... He made a, he made a speech and said, I will not run. I will not except I will not be drafted to run I will not run and I will not accept the nomination of my party really? if they decide to you know put me as their candidate yeah. he, was a de he was a democrat um, he was just done with it he then. was just so, so you know it just it aged him 20 years and 4 years you know and so anyways, so back to like the original question was, you know, was the country, you know, how, how much, what's the analogous situation these days with the country hating Donald Trump the way they do and we're, divi we're so divided and everything. Nixon had a saying when, before he was kicked out of office. <laughs> um, and, he, and he said like the silent majority is with the president. the president is with me with this right it's just the vocal minority 
that were having these huge protests, like you know, like the the women's march that we had not that long ago against Trump when Trump was inaugurated, the women's march, whatever that you know, whatever they were marching for. Um, I don't think they even know, but you know, <laughs> they you know, the Vietnam protesters knew what they were marching for. Just so, strictly, strictly against the war. Get out of Vietnam. That's it. But the sad part, you know, I don't believe that the silent majority was with Nixon, to be honest with you. But you know, there's no way of really telling it, telling. But but and because I think slowly but surely, pretty much the whole country came around to believe. Uh, the vast majority of people came around to believe that we didn't belong there. Yeah. You know? What's the but bo- the saddest the saddest part is what they did to the returning veterans. They took it out on, on them, the returning right? veterans, like, like what kinds of things do they do? Like throw they spit on them, coming home on the buses and stuff, coming, coming off the planes. They spit on them. Jesus. Call them baby killers. Um, you know, just complete. What you know? What happens at a protest? That's what they did to GIs coming home from Vietnam. Just no. They respect. protested against them for doing their job. Right. For protecting the country. For doing exactly what they were told. Exactly. Do you think they would want to be there? Like, what the... Obviously, they didn't want to fucking go to war. Nobody you know, would. And you had, like, the epitome was Jane Fonda going to Hanoi, the capital of North Vietnamese, North Vietnam, riding in a North Vietnamese tank with publicity pictures being taken of her with the helmet on and riding in the tank um, surrounded by North Vietnamese army. Were they our allies or was South Vietnamese? No, no, they were our enemies. We were with the South Vietnamese. So what the hell was she doing that for? It was her form of protest of, you know, why are we in South Vietnam? Why are we in South Vietnam fighting for the South Vietnamese. I mean, North Vietnamese, North Vietnam was a communist country, and South Vietnam was a democracy. Was supposed to be a democracy. They 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 were doing a damn piss poor job at it, but you know, they were a democracy. They they were supposed to be, anyways. I mean, after, see, after World War Two, Russia and the United States and England divided up the whole world, and with Korea. And Vietnam, they couldn't decide who should get what, so they divided them in half. Is that why they like? That's literally the reason why they split those countries up at the thirtieth parallel. So they just said, "All right, Korea's our possession now." Korea, the whole world's ours, right? To divide among these leaders. Yes. We're gonna split these fucking down the middle. Right. They let Japan off the hook. They let Japan go. You know. Yeah. They let Germany off the hook, ex- except with Berlin. Berlin, yeah, right. They divided Berlin in half with the wall, right? And who built who? 
Who made that wall the happen? Communists. The Russians. Oh, Russia the made Russia. that? Germany was powerless. Germany couldn't rub... Germany didn't have two sticks to rub together. Right. And they just crushed them. And then they divided Germany. They Russia did. divided Germany with the Berlin Wall. No, Germany got its freedom. Yeah. But they divided Berlin, the capital city, in half. For what... What reason? So because, the United States could have one half, and we could, right. have, and Russia so could have half one half. So half could be a democracy with the rest of Germany, and half could be communist, which is what the Russians, the oh. Russians were communists at the time. So literally divided a city in half. Right, with a wall. How does that? How does that work? Uh, pretty effectively, because. Like if you were, if you were in, if you were in a communist country, you could get, you could fly up, say you were in Poland, in Poland, uh, Poland, was Poland, was Poland communist at the time? I don't, <laughs> even, I don't even remember. But suppose you were in Russia yeah. and you wanted to emigrate to the United States. You would fly into Berlin, East Berlin, which was communist, and then all you had to do was get over the wall into West Berlin, and you from West Berlin you could go anywhere. <laughs> so you so all the scale the wall and or dig underneath it or scale the wall, right? And there's plenty of pictures if you go back in the history books of bodies like hanging because there was the wall was actually two walls. There was. You know, there was the wall that was right on the border. Then there was a wall, say, 20 yards inside East Berlin. So if you made it over the first wall, you still had to go 20 yards and go over the second wall. And they were, what, patrolled that area? Right. And Oh, shit. So there were guard towers, towers on both walls, fences, topped with barbed wire, and, you know... You know, so you've seen, yeah, I, I've seen, and there are in the history books, I'm sure, plenty of pictures of people dangling from the barbed wire that were just shot, cut down by machine gun fire. Holy shit. And you who know? patrolled the, the middle, Russia or we did? Russia, the communists. Oh, that's so, why wouldn't they, I don't, I'm too stupid to understand like the, the meaning behind not letting people go where they want. So communist countries, like... Right, well, they, were, they weren't just afraid of people, you know, of people getting out More of afraid Berlin. of people getting in? They're more afraid, well, not more, but equally as afraid of Westerners getting into East Berlin and preaching democracy, uh. free... You know, free speech, yeah, yeah, and that stuff. You know, they with, see what happens in America, right? And they don't want American values. They don't want capitalism. They don't want the people to have a voice. They don't want the people Basically, to have a voice, right? right? You know, the, the their voice is Mother Russia's voice, which is socialism, and you know, you're not allowed to own any more than the next person. Um, you know, 
you know everyone's even Stevens right across except, the board you know except for the government right do they allow you to pro would they allow you to protest and no 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 like in China like you know this you saw it most recently like you might remember um, Tiananmen Square that's a that's the guy that's this college student stood in front of the tanks right what, and what was his fate? He lived. He lived? Yeah. Oh, I thought they shot him. No, I, 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 you know, I'm not sure, but I, I know that the tank didn't run over him. You know, whether or not they, they captured him afterwards and threw him in jail, or, I don't know. You know, like, cause you, because there's so many things that, that happen, you know, behind those that you don't know. Like, you don't know, you know, like what happens to, you know, to this day, you know, like a, 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 a female Chinese baby has like no rights, you know, that they, they, and I don't mean to go off on a tangent here, but they breed them, you know, they use Chinese, female Chinese babies as organ um, no they don't today cultivating organs for organ what? if you were rich if you were if you were if you were a multimillionaire or a billionaire yeah. and you needed a liver transplant you know you, you know you legitimately you would go on a list you know depending on how serious you were and how old you were or yeah. what your other a bunch of other fat and what what other factors you would go on a list somewhere and you would get when you're Name when you call. finally get to the top of the list, you would, you know, if you were still alive, you know, if you were still alive, you, you might get a liver. Yeah. But if you're worth millions and millions of dollars, you can buy a liver from uh, a, from China on the black market. They wouldn't sacrifice a baby. Yes. Yes. Today yes. or back yeah. in the day? You're no, saying? today. Today they yeah. do that. I. What did I? What book did I read that was? That was but it's described not, it, pers it described it. That must be a black market. It's a black market. Deals. Yeah. Yeah. That's fucked. Yeah. So you have to be able to, you know, justify it to yourself that that's how you got it, that that's how it Ugh. was, you know, that a per it was really a person that was, you know, grown, you know, not born but, maybe for that reason, but kept alive for that reason, you know. Women in China are seen as, um, and again, I'm painting everything with a broad brush here, but uh, you know, it may not be, I may not be a hundred percent accurate, but I'm, you know, this is all allegedly. <laughs> no, it's 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 all true. I'm yeah. not saying all over China, every China, you know, but there are certainly huge, huge factions of the Chinese that are like this. That um, I mean, did, did you hear about the woman who was just charged? It was it's a doctor she who do? she was um, moonlighting as a um, she was an emergency room doctor, so she's a legitimate doctor. Chinese? Uh, no, Muslim. Um, What's moonlighting? Moonlighting means on the side. Like, so I'm a supermarket manager, but if I drive an Uber car, I'm moonlighting as an Uber driver. She was a doctor on the side? Yeah. And she was performing the, um, the castration of um, females 
Oh, yeah. Um, I heard about... Yes. I didn't necessarily hear about this story, but I've heard about it's, it's, it's just mutilation, just, right? Yes. And it's, and it's very, very, very commonplace. And why the hell do they do that? So that women don't have any sexual urges. Come on. So that they will be true to their um, husband, which in a lot of cases is an, is an arranged marriage. Um, but so that they don't have any sexual desire to be with anybody else. And, you know, would increase the odds of them being more faithful to their um, their husband, which is usually a family arranged thing. Right, yeah. So what happened to this lady? So they just found out that um, she was, that she's doing this. Um, I don't know how they found out, but you know, like, um, you know, and they've got charged, you know, she's up on charges for, obviously for, um, you know, malpractice, you know, um, you know, but she was in a Muslim country. She was in no, 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 no. She's in the United States. She's here. She's in the United States. Oh, Muslim countries—they do it all the time. Yeah, I was gonna say, how did they like pick her out of? Oh no, in Muslims, it's, it's perfectly whoa. legal. In Muslim com- countries, it's been outlawed in the United States for the last twenty-four to t- or twenty-five years. So even before then, it was legal in the United States. It's so fucked up that those laws are just becoming illegal. Like yeah, and and you and where do you think the the women's movement prioritizes this? You think it's at the top of their priority list? Oh no, of course not. Of course not. But do you think it's because that nobody really knows about that? No, that's like a known. It's because they would it would interfere with their pro-Islamic um, stances and, it, you know, they can't separate out the, the human mutilation part of it from the pro-Muslim, um, their pro-Muslim doctrines, which you know, I'm not saying anything for or against. You know, I, you know, like people are people, and you know they should be judged on their, you know, like on their, their merits. merits. You know, it, it's got nothing. You know, I mean, if, if you know, Muslims, you know, aren't any better or worse than other people unless they prove themselves to be that. And but, you know, certainly human mutilation you know for no reason other than you know so that they don't don't they'll say this is the way they get around it they'll say it's a religious practice um, practice and they don't use anything they take out what do they take out like that they take out the clitoris oh my god um and whatever they take out they don't use any of that for no health benefits or science nothing like that strictly to suppress right. feelings and right, which does, who knows if it even works. Oh, it works. It does. Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe not a hundred percent, but it, oh, yeah, it, you know. Yeah. It I, works. I could imagine yeah. if they did that to guys cutting their balls off. Right. It exactly. Work. It works. Yeah. Jesus. So, 
But uh, so I don't know. Anyways, yeah, that's kind of a definitely it's off the track. Yeah, thing, it's a dark subject. What I wanted to ask was during the Vietnam War and everything, when the uh, veterans were coming back. Yeah. How did you and your friends and brothers and sister like? Well, first did, of what all, what were you guys thinking? The youth, the youth of the nation. First of all, I had a friend. I you know now I'm sixty three, so I was eighteen. In high school, and um, I had when I, at the time there was a college deferment. So if you went, if you were going to go to college, you were deferred. That means put in the draft. You, you, you were you were in the draft, but you didn't have you didn't come up for the draft until you were out of college. So if you stayed in college for four years, you got a four-year deferment. That's if you were accepted to a college already. Right, going. in went, in went. You had to go. So I was 18 in high school, um, and they would take you. They'd take you out of high school if you, you know, they wouldn't take you against your will, but they would take you if you signed a paper. You know, they take you out of high school and they take you out of college. But if you want to use that. College deferment, which I did, I was deferred. And then they took that away. They took away the college deferment. So they started drafting college students out of college. They took, they just took, they took it away. They just, okay, that's not. Because they didn't have enough troops. Legit, right. That's taken off a whole. That's taken out a whole sector of the community of of the United States that we want access to. Because some of the brighter minds of the college students, maybe you yeah. know what I mean, and, and maybe they wanted to get some. Try to get you know, some intelligence. Uh, some, some, some uh, you know, yeah. Arts. So like a, you know, some some people that were college, you know. A, able you know like ability to get into college you have to show some aptitude so maybe they wanted those type of people in the service anyways for whatever reason they did away with the college deferment at that time they put in what was called the lottery system so they still had the draft but you were drafted according to your birthday oh shit so they what they did was they put 365 pieces of paper or whatever in a drum in a hat you know for every day of the year so somebody reached in and pulled out one of the things you know one of the one the of date. the dates November 13th and it was November, th- November 13th if your birthday was November 13th your draft number was one so you were gone but uh, could be hundreds of people with November 13th, right? Right. But they were all number one. And they're all getting drafted. Right. Guaranteed. Un- unless they get a club foot. Or they're, they're, Whoa. They're, and how many days did they do this in a row? They, yeah. Well, they did it. They did it every day of the year? No, they did it all at once. So when you, so the day they did it, you knew what your draft number was. How many days did they pick out? All 365 of them. Oh my God! That's oh shit! So, 
if the draft went 365 days, so if they days, pulled out October called. 28th, the second if the second one they picked out was October 28th, you were going. Jesus, Dude, it was like they had it, and they had it numerically figured out. Okay, and they and they what what they said was if you were one to twenty five, you were going. If you were twenty five to seventy five, you know you were probably going. You know, and if you were above seventy five. If everything stayed the way it was, you were probably safe. Did you know what day you, uh, did you know? What my number was? Yeah. Of course. What was your number? 332. No shit. <laughs> <laughs> and how did, how did they, what did they send you a letter? Like you No, no, we watched. On the was, news? Oh yeah. No shit. Oh yeah. It was in the papers, on the news. What? We were, we so we had a party that night. It was like them picking like the lottery ticket. Exactly. Numbers. Exactly. It, that's Except what it, it's fucking that's fair. What they, it's a, that's exactly what they called it. The Holy draft lottery. Shit. So we're, we're up at Merrimack and we're sitting around partying and then one of my friends was from Stoneham. Gene. I still remember his name. Um, Gene Key. And uh, we're sitting around and so we're all drinking and so half of us are partying because we're not going anywhere half of us are partying because you know maybe we're going someplace but hopefully not and then some of us are partying because it's you better party, party now yeah. because you know you ain't got much time left so Gene I still remember his number 12 oh he went down the next day and he signed up for the reserves. Which, what is, so... The, so the reserves were the last ones to go. I mean, you know, like, they're more like... So is like that kind of front. a loophole? Kind of a loop, but you're still in the but service. You, yeah, you, so yeah. You know? So but you're he, not getting drafted. You're not getting drafted. That, that satisfies the requirement for your service to your country. You, you join the reserves... You do, but the reserves they, they can take any time, right? Right, so, up until like, right, right. But, but you roll the dice. But the but at the time, the reserves they were worried about the United States too, so they weren't sending the reserves over there. There was a home front security. If, if you joined the reserves, you were ninety nine percent sure that you were going to be stayed home. Not like joining the reserves today. Today the reserves could Send end up to gone. Japan and. Right. Yeah. So, he ended up joining the reserves. So the day after he, he, his number was called, 12, he's like, all right, I'm definitely going to go. I think it was on yeah. a Friday, so like the, the next Monday, like his first opportunity, he went down and joined the reserves. A lot of people did. Yeah, I mean, why not? You know? Take your chance doing that. Yeah, yeah. He had, had a quit school. Number. He had to quit school. You know, you had to go to basic training. You had to go to basic training, and you know, you have to be active for, I forget, you know, like six months. You know, active. Then you had to do weekends. Then it gets less. You know, then one weekend a month. Then you know, one weekend a month and, and two weeks during the summer. You know, for however long, four years, six years. I don't know how long. So you're traveling, fucking every week, a, a lot. 
throughout the year if you're in the reserves in inside the country you're going to Georgia you're going to not usually not you know usually yeah traveling but not that far yeah like you know there's enough posts around here a lot of people will go into the, the it's still there the one in North Reading on, on, it's right off the highway yeah camp something yeah it's still there I, I don't know if it's still an army post but and then people were going to uh, I know a lot of people that went to that one and then camp drum camp um, PZ Air Force Base, uh, you know. And pretty, were, did people protest the reserves, like the people that were joining? No, like, wouldn't you think that they would protest that more? Like, oh, you're 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 joining the army at your own will against the people who are getting drafted, going to well, Vietnam, coming back it, and spit on. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. I mean, nobody thought when they went that they were going to get spit on when they came back yeah true. when it when they went they thought they were going heroes they were doing the right thing which they, they were. were right you know or they went because they had to go and they, they didn't have any fucking choice you know at the time common thing for judges to do was to give somebody a choice look jail five five years behind bars uh Join the army. They should have just drafted people out of prison. Yeah. Just take a fucking yeah. whole prison block. Right. Whole prison, you know? Yeah. Take the criminals. Believe me, they, they, they got a lot of, you know, criminal elements over there. <laughs> you know, probably before they ended up doing time, but, you know, uh, you know, I mean, you look at the demographics of, of, of the soldiers. You know, I mean, well above the normal demographics of the United States. You, you know, the United States Army was well above, you know, in black demographics. Like, the, the demographics of the Army was X percent black, and the population was X percent black. But the Army was, like, a Wait, lot I, more black than, than the United States population was, you know? Cause this well, minorities or we'll take your pick, you know. That was a time where Martin Luther King was, right. Malcolm X was he? Malcolm same, X. Same yeah. time period. Yeah. The Black Panthers, Huey, Huey, um, Newton. Is that why they got started up, or were they yes. around before that? No, that's when they got started up. Basically saying that fucking, you guys want to draft all of us of no. color? No, it was more the civil rights issues that would that that. They were about then. But they protested the war too, right? Right. Black Panthers. Right. Because they were so involved in it. It was, it was disproportionately, you know, black um, men, you know, going to Vietnam than white men, you know. And, and uh, at least, I mean, disproportionately, at least as far as the population was yeah. concerned. I'm not saying it was 51% black, the army. Was yeah. Black. It was like, if the population was 20% black, then it was, the army was 30% black, you know what I mean? Yeah, just, just uneven yeah. numbers, yeah, which they obviously did some kind of way on purpose. But my, you know, to get back to, you, you know, like how we felt, my friend, we had to hang out, you know, my, one, one of my friends, the, um, was his name was Jeff Bingham, and his brother, um, I think his first name was David. 
and he was drafted. He was a couple of years older than us, and um, maybe three, four years older than us. Anyways, he was either drafted or he signed up. He ended up in the service anyways, in Vietnam. And, um, you know, we knew him. Like, he was one of the big kids, you know, like, so he didn't, like, hang around with us, you know, squirts too much and shit like that, you know. But um, I can remember him sending back pictures. Now, he, now he's a regular guy, you know what I mean? Like, high school jackets, you know, leather Letterman. jackets and stuff. That, cool. You know? Yeah. And, uh... What do you be and, called, the greaser? Um, no, but, yeah, maybe, but more like a jock. Yeah. More like a jock type than a greaser type. Like 50s kind of, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, definitely not a hippie, you know, but, you know, kind of, you know, like, I don't know, like American Pie. Yeah, yeah. Kind of guy. A, yeah. You know? Football yeah. quarterback-esque. Yeah. And, um, so... He would send. He I remember sending him sending pictures back to Jeff and Jeff showing us the pictures, and he's standing there, you know, with an M sixteen like this across his chest, with his foot on a pile of dead Viet Cong, you know, like two or three dead men oh, in a pile shit. standing there with a big grin on his face, helmet, big fucking grin, you know. <sighs> You know, I killed these guys. You know, we were, my my platoon killed these guys in a firefight, and and so this is like nineteen sixty eight, nineteen sixty nine. You know, like I'm a junior in high school, sophomore in high school, and I'm like wigging out. I'm like wigging out. I'm like you got to be. I know this kid. I know this kid. Right. He is not a. He's not a killer. He's not a killer. You know, he wasn't one of those kids in high school that anybody was afraid of. Just a normal fucking... Just a normal, normal kid. freaking Joe Schmo. And he goes to Vietnam. And the, the next... Two year, year, two late, years later, he's sending back pictures of him. He's a killer. Standing on dead bodies. He's a killer. You know? You know, you know he killed him out of self-defense. Whatever, you know. A lot, war is war. Yeah, kill or be kid, killed over kill there. Or kill or be killed. But... That was my first reality check that this is a real, this is really happening. This is really happening. I mean, I know that kid, I know that guy, and it's really happening, you know? And you know what? I don't want any fucking part of it. Right. You know, like, a, so. I think that's why, like, a lot of people, just a human nature to detach yourself from shit that's not happening directly in front of you or in your life right right. so that like that's where the disrespect would come from from the protesters yeah I mean as if well, they would know what the fuck those people went through the, the, it's like know, it's, I just can't get over can't, them spitting on soldiers and well it's, it's crazy the, at the, t the the reason for the spitting on their you know the, the returning soldiers and disrespecting them at all was, was because in my opinion because of two facts. Like, no matter what they fed you on the nightly news, and the nightly news would come, and we were winning the war. Did, that's what I was going to ask you earlier. Okay. Weren't, weren't they giving you just We were winning the war. That's what they're saying. Right. But, like, you know, the United States lost, you know, five uh, men and 89 casualties 
on the Viet, you know, the Viet, Viet Cong and the North. It was Which were two all... factions. There was the Viet Cong yeah. and the North Vietnamese regulars. So and they were both against us, right? Right. And and the philosophy of the U.S. commanders in Vietnam was like, if we keep killing them at this pace, we will win because they will run out of men. Okay, and you know, like <laughs> we'll just kill this entire right section right, of this country. Right. Like we, you know, we'll just like if we keep killing at the ratio to of men that we're losing. We will eventually. They will run out of men to defend their their country. Right. Wrong. I mean, right. You're we're, right. But where? But I, we were wrong. Yeah. But they were wrong. You know. Because they had false statistics of numbers, or they just were wrong because that wasn't going to happen. Well, I think both things will happen, and I think that they were reporting false numbers to us. But I think they were correct that we were killing a hell of a lot more than of them than they were killing of us. Oh, really? What did they have? Tunnels and, and, and hiding places. And what did we have? We had F fucking jets that were napalm and, you know, that would wipe sure. out whole, you know, like just like, where are they? Okay, if we know where they are, we can just put napalm into the fucking next world, you know? But. You know, what are they fighting for? They're fighting for their fucking their land, their freedom. Right. Their, like the yeah. I mean, there's no. I mean, what are we fighting for? We're fighting because we have to go, and, and the generals and our sergeants say you have to go, right? Yeah. But what are they fighting for? Their homes, their children, right? Their land. To get a lot more fucking. Not, you're not gonna. Bigger dog in the fight. You are not going to beat them. You know? You're not going to beat them. Because they care more than you do. No shit, right? Yeah, they're fucking in it. Unless unless you, you are willing, and the United States was not willing, unless you're willing to wipe them out and wipe out their country, then you're not going to win. You're not going to win. Because they're going to go into their tunnels. They're going to wait till you drop your bombs and your napalm and all that. Right, right. And then you're going, and then eventually you have to send in the foot foot soldiers to mop it up, you know, and clean up whatever's left. Then they're going to come out of their caves, and they're going to, and you're going to walk walk into their booby traps, yep. and you're going to, you know, and they're going to, you know, and they'd rather wound you than kill you, because now you're a burden to the rest of your platoon. Like if you a couple your, people have to carry you off. Right. There's three soldiers exactly. out of commission instead of one dead, which is a genius strategy. So we look like, so every night on the news, we look like we're killing them. We're annihilating them, right? Fleets of helicopters, you know, like, you know. Yeah, you see the old clips, it's just Army, U.S. coming right. through force. And what you don't see is that, like, Okay, once in a while we catch them out in the open, you know, and and, and we can kill them and and we get them, you know, with that with napalm and hand grenades and gunfire, whatever, you know. But like most of the time, they're in the tunnels. They're fifteen feet underground. Even a two thousand pound bomb, it's not gonna. Know, hit them. It's not gonna get them, and they're just gonna sit there. I mean, would you? I wouldn't sit in a tunnel for two days, three days, two weeks, a month. 
you know, and eat earthworms and like I wouldn't do we wouldn't do the type of things that they would do to survive. And they were doing those things and we didn't realize we so far underestimated their built their survival ability. Um and, you know, that and, and that's why we lost the war. But uh, try and get back on track here. What were we thinking of as as kid, as, as as a young man growing yeah. up? Um, why were we spitting on these guys? Why were we calling them baby killers? Because they were so scared. They got to the point where the American soldiers over there were killing babies. Were, were wiping out villages. Um, because the Viet Cong were South Vietnamese who were fighting for the North. So so you couldn't tell who was an right, enemy exactly. who was on your side. Exactly. It's just uh, like, I right. kill everybody. Right. So the one there was only one person who was ever charged with war crimes. The general, he, right? He, uh, he was a lieutenant. Lieutenant William Kelly. And... Uh, he was charged with uh, war crimes because, according to the testimony, um, he ordered his platoon into a village called Mylai or Milai, M-A-I-L-E-I, however you want to pronounce it, Mylai, Milai, Mylai, um, Mylai, <laughs> and they and they, you know, who knows what really happened, but what. The court records show that, um, according to the testimony, that he ordered his platoon into this village and wiped it out, burned it to the ground. Women, children. Women, children. Everybody. Supposedly, they found a cache of, of um, Viet Cong weapons there, or evidence that the Viet Cong was using that village as a, um, you know, re as a as a base or, yeah. or whatever. I don't and, um you know, so, you know, like that scenario um, was played out thousands of times in Vietnam, um, you know, and, and you, you know, you won't get any Vietnam vets to talk about it um, because it was so horrific, just like, it's like, you know, trying to get Papa to talk about World War Two. War as hell. Yeah, you know they don't want to remember it. Right. They don't want to talk about it. You know, and these Vietnam vets sure as hell don't want to um, talk about it. And especially when it comes down to, you know, you're killing women and children because, you know, they could strap, you know, they could strap ten, ten, ten sticks of dynamite to a five year old kid and, and send him into a you know, a bar room in, in Saigon and blow the, the shit out of the bar room and they, they, they think they want, they think they accomplished a great yeah. thing. You yeah. know what I mean? And, um, you know, it's the same type of thing that's happening today with the, with the um, radical Muslims and the, and, the, and, the, and, the, and the terrorists. You know, like they sacrifice themselves, their children, their wives, their right. wives you know, in the name of Allah. You know, like the South Vietnam, North Vietnamese, so the fight Vietcom were, were doing it. You know, like in defense of their own country. You yeah, know what I mean, so dying for a how, cause. It's like, so... how do you, you know, how do you blame them for 
for doing that? What would we, you and I be doing if you know if somebody invaded and they got as far as Boston and they marched to Melrose and they were in Saugus and what would we be doing here in Peabody and Danvers? You know, would we be digging tunnels and to hide in and would we be stockpiling weapons and you bet your fucking ass we yeah, would. Yeah, be fucking sitting there with a shotgun, you know, AKs, so, something. You know, so that's how that's how the baby killer, you know, spitting on the soldiers returning, um, evolved. You know, right, it, right. it became, you know, it became an overblown um, consequence of war. I mean, you know, what the United States did to uh, Germany in World War Two, you know. Like we 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 napalmed, um, what was the city Dresden? What was the city um, slaughterhouse five? I don't know. know. De- Dresden, like we killed more people in with with napalm in Germany in Europe in World War Two than we killed in Japan by dropping the two atom bombs on them. Really? We killed. Not even it's not even close. It's not even close. We killed hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people more. Hundreds of na- thousands. Hundreds of thousands. Holy! F- I mean, we leveled. We leveled every friggin' city from 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 Normandy to Berlin that stood in our way that didn't you know and, and the Germans you know they destroyed the cities too because they didn't want to leave anything for us for, to, for the allies to to use right you know against them as they retreated so as they retreated to Germany you know and they didn't and, and don't forget they were fighting Russia on the east and the <coughs> ally and the and the English and, and the Americans on the on the Western Front. Yeah, they were fighting. They were come, Russian getting invaded uh, from uh, both right. sides. And the Russian was Ru- the Russians were freaking annihilating them. Shit, you know. And and so Hitler's biggest mistake was attacking Russia. You know, I mean, if he if he hadn't attacked Russia, we would have had a hell of a Harder time. Had a harder time advancing on him than, you know, because he had to split his forces. Why? But, anyways. Yeah, that, that's I mean, on the side. The whole thing about the, like, patterns throughout history with wars is. Yes. If you. If you don't understand, if you don't study. And understand history, and this isn't Paul Sartani brilliance talking there. <laughs> this is a very old adage. If you don't understand, if you don't study and understand history, you are doomed to repeat it. And all we do is repeat it, repeat it, and repeat it. You know, who said that quote? I don't know. I don't know originally who it was attributed to. We could, we could probably look it up, but that's so true. That's that's. 
I'm pretty sure that's the exact quote. If you don't understand and study history, you are doomed to repeat it. And is isn't it isn't it the truth? You know, like these, you know, and I, and I don't want to get off into a political discussion here, but people that don't understand what um, the radical Islamics is are doing these days and like then and they and take it to the extreme that you know they should be dealt with with kit gloves or, or whatever they, they should be granted freedoms that the Americans are granted they don't understand that not just the radical Islamics but I think most Islamics Muslims don't give two shits what we do for them. Well, they hate us anyways. Every, this is, like, everybody's got their own way, beliefs, like system, right? Yeah. So, I don't understand how you can just hate another group of people. Yeah. For, for no apparent reason when why why do you think they because are, we don't worship their god but isn't that the that that's the not obviously they have no structure of government like we do but don't you think that that's their projection of belief and maybe not the what what the quran no no says not necessarily what the the people of that like Muslims as a whole yeah believe like individually you know what I mean yeah like if you take a leader and just like Russia or something a communist country mm -hmm. say no let's say North Korea how many people of that country do you think in their heads because they can't think it out loud I like what the fuck is going on this guy yeah. Kim Jong-un is yeah. a psychopath yeah he's gonna get us all killed right but we can't say anything yeah about it opposing it because right. we'll get killed right how many how, how many people like uh, like percentage wise yeah less than five percent really you think that because why because they're brainwashed from from birth from birth you know like you know just like anybody who, who hates on anybody right growing up with hate you have you have right. to be brainwashed from birth right. so it's not it's not any anybody's fault but the people bringing them Their up ancestors probably. exactly right and which stems back to who fucking knows when exactly so that's the problem I mean, like all, all all not all but you know like what's you know what I most was fought over religion religion all you know like all, like almost all the time you know you know sometimes they just fought because you know there's a lunatic you know in charge of the world like Alexander yeah. the Great or you know so like sometimes these guys have just gone power mad and you know like and they want yeah. to just conquer the world Genghis Khan but like all the wars, like this guy, this country against that country, 
that have gone on for are about religion. You said like my religion, you don't pray to to the right God, and consequently, your values are not. You don't have the right values. They don't. They, don't, they think you know. We have obviously. They think our values are. are we have no value. Yeah. You know, we value the dollar or uh, whatever. And see, but that's the problem. Because we think the same thing. We think they're not... Right. But... And but who's, who, who's to say we're right? I mean, nobody, I'm not saying that... No. You know what I mean, though? Right. But, like, the, the only reason I would give us the edge is... For, um, because we're not radical blowing ourselves up. Is, is because... We don't impose our way of thinking onto others without provocation. You know, okay. yeah, we just bombed the shit out of out of um, out of ISIS and out of the Syrians, but it's because we were provoked. But we do that to ourselves. We got. Religion's trying to, I mean, you have Jehovah's Witnesses coming to your door, yeah, which is a form of trying to right, oh, right. join our religion, you right? Know? Yeah, crazy that's people. Okay. I mean, I, I mean, I think most people are okay with that. I yeah, that's that's fine, yeah. but imagine if Muslim people did that. No, imagine if another country was the powerhouse that the United States are. Yeah, and then they saw, they looked at the United States. And even little things like that, us fighting each other in our own home country, like say God so bad with religion that we were hurting each other, right. doing stuff like that. Then, do you think they would be like, all right, now we we have to go into America because we have to bomb America because they're fighting themselves against one half of the nation's beliefs versus another. I don't if, if it It's a got, fucking weird thing I just it, said. But. If, if it got to the point where we were not just disgusted and pissed off and you know about the Jehovah's Witnesses but it, like if we were to bomb if we were to use chemicals and get, you know I, I think that another country, you know, that took that would take a, a higher moral principle to say, you you know, you can't do that, and we're going to punish you, so we're going to bomb Washington D.C. or Otis Air Force Base, yeah. you know. Then I would say I would have a hard time saying that they're wrong. That they're wrong because somebody's going to be a babysitter of the world. Somebody's got to be a, a, a watcher I don't, over the rest of the world. That's kind of how... I, I hope not. I mean, that's, you're right. I, I Like, I, I, you know, I, it, it's a very... It's a very... It's a slippery slope when you decide that, you know, you're, you have the moral high ground. Exactly, yeah. You know, that's it's a I'm, slippery slope. You know, say, my morals... Because they think, the, the Muslims think that they have the moral high ground here. 
Yeah. They think it's, they, like, they, 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 it's perfectly all right for them to be to wipe out, that they have every right to wipe us out and to kill us because we're infidels. We're not, you know, we're not doing what God wants us to do, you know, what their God wants us to do, you know, and, and you know, at least from our point of view, our God doesn't tell us to go kill people for the way they live. They kill, we kill people for what they do to other people. You know what I mean? Like yeah. We, the Muslims kill us for the way we live and we, we do drugs. I mean, terrorists, not just Muslims. The te- right. The terror. The, 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 right. The, the radical Muslims. Right, the radical. Because you have right. Muslims living here that want nothing but right. peace. right. Right, and that's all because of in- interpretations of reading holy scriptures and stuff right. like that. And I, I, I've never read the Quran, Quran. So I, you know, so I, I'm really speaking out of ignorance as far as that. But I they mean, yeah, tell me, me too. <laughs> that you know, they tell me that there, there's, there's no like nothing in the Quran that 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 says kill, says kill you know the the infidels or you know. But I guess. It comes down to interpretation. Yeah. You know, like, you know, like those, like the three judges that decided that Trump's thing there was, you know, like, um, illegal, you know, when I, I, you know, when I don't believe it was illegal at all, but, what? I, but the, 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 his, being, his, no, his seven country when he restricted travel to those seven Oh, yeah, countries. the travel ban. I don't you want know, to get into that fucking yeah, bullshit. So, though. you know, but, you know, like, it's it my, my the only point was is, is that it's their interpretation of course of, of, of the of law what the law is exactly yeah so you can interpret the law you can interpret the Quran right you can interpret the Bible there's certainly enough in the Bible to to justify just about anything yeah I mean you get God telling Abraham you know sacrifice your son you know like. And then, no. and then it contradicts like, itself. Really? And then no. it contradicts itself by saying, Thou shalt not kill. It right. gives the commandments to Noah, right? right. Is that right. who it gave the commandments yeah. to? Yeah. So, like, you know. It's all, it's all fucking interpretations of somebody else's interpretations right. of somebody else's. Like, it's like yeah. t- playing telephone throughout generations. Right. You're never going to get right. what the main person or main right. thing was about. Right. And that's and then we take it on, you know. Okay, there's the Old Testament, which is the Old Testament. Then there's like the New Testament, which is relatively new, you know, last two thousand years. And um, you know, man has been a lot around a lot longer than that. Yeah. You know, so like, you know. You know, at the time, you know, before Jesus came along, you know, they, 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 um, the drawer on that is so bad. Is it? Try to hit it? Yeah, but try. I mean, there is a little bit of draw. Go to hit it.
shout-outs to Aruba for the pipes. Thanks. You're welcome. Dad just gave me this pipe. It's uh, <coughs> some sculpture of some Rafiki man. Native, looks like maybe a native Arubian tribesman. Yeah. You know? Did you, if, when you went to Aruba, uh, we'll get back to uh, the Bible and stuff <coughs> and if we do. But did you see the cave drawings? Did you go to the cave? Yes. It, yes. And you saw the fucking snail and the... Yeah. That, that was on the other side of the island, right? Yeah. Yeah. I went on the tour and we went to the secret pool and everything. And, right. and then the last stop was the cave. And seeing the cave drawings from like thousands of years ago. Right. Shit just is so interesting to me. Yes. You, you know, so many people go to Aruba and they only know that that, like the strip, you know what I mean? That's, you know, like the, the touristy area, which is very nice. Yeah. But the whole other side of the island is the whole other side of the world. You know what I mean? You go to the other side of the island, which I know a lot of people have done, and you've done it, and I've done it. And um, it's a whole different world. It's like, you know, it's like going back in time, like you say, to the caves, you know, where drawings from like thousands of years ago. Um, you know, I, 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 I assume that Aruba at one, at one point was part of South America. You know, I'm just... Or maybe it just rose up out of the sea, and you know, people from South America paddled over there and inhabited. But I, I don't know. But um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of history there. It's, it's certainly a beautiful place. You know, I mean, if I had ended up, um, you know, being born in a different place <laughs> than then. Estonia, Massachusetts, you know, like Aruba <laughs> wouldn't have been such a bad, you know, place to end right? up, you know. It's it's out of the uh, hurricane belt. Yeah, yeah. One of the yeah five yeah. islands. One of the very few islands that are now, yeah. Paradise. Yeah, paradise. Heaven on earth, right there. Lights. Yep. Yeah, that place is so yeah. cool. Yeah, I've been there several times. World thanks traveler, to, yeah. Thanks to somebody's sources anonymous. Yeah, sources, <laughs> sources to sources to, to be to forgotten. Be not, to be not named later. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yes, the upside of that was that I did a lot of traveling. Yeah, a lot of it was um, uh, thanks to um, timeshares in Aruba that. Um, were bought and um, Did you timeshares are, are a terrible investment yeah. you know but was it we, like it was somebody else's terrible investment and I got you know it was a great investment the, uh, for me you know because <laughs> you know I, because you can you know the one of the few upsides of having a timeshare is that you can trade it to other places yeah you know so is it a Thank home? you for the you know the trip to, to Hawaii to South America to that was all from Italy, one time, to from Aruba, yeah, no shit. Yeah. 
two of them down there. And so that's how we uh, end up in Hawaii uh, for two weeks. We traded one timeshare for one week that's and one timeshare for the other week. Did you guys stay in like hotels or yeah. was it somebody's house? No, hotels, like, like, you know, nice hotels too. Jesus. Yes. But see, the cool thing is that you were saying before, most people stay on the strips and don't experience the whole thing of it. Yeah. So when I stayed at the Airbnb, it was in the middle of the island. We had to rent a car, uh, you know, f figure out where things were, figure out how to get there. Our phones didn't didn't have service mostly. Well, I, I, Mary's did, but it, it's charging you extra to do it. So you want to figure out how to get there, and then you just want to go. You're not GPS and any phone shit like like the GPS wouldn't yeah, work anyway. Exactly because number one, the maps aren't in there. Yeah, yeah, no shit. It's like oh, I'm on this street. Doesn't recognize these streets. Doesn't recognize a river. <laughs> when I went to Hawaii, it didn't recognize Hawaii. But the phone I had at the time, the what? GPS I had at the time. Where you think you were in the middle of the ocean? There was no no there was like no there. there was like no you know you type in a like at, you know an address and it's an address not recognized oh no. shit yeah yeah there was nothing in there right yeah type in this address where you want where do you want to go uh something something Honolulu Drive right why right no address found but then when I think we, we had that problem but then we rented a car from. While we were down there, while we were there, and that one had an up-to-date GPS, and you needed it because, um, the street, you know, you when you got into Honolulu, it was a whole different story than being out on the rest of the islands or even the rest of, um, you know, that island, because the, the the streets are not very well marked. There's like no street signs in Aruba. And then, well, yeah, exactly. That's where, exactly where I was going. I've been in Antigua, Aruba, several times. Um, you know, um, Antigua where I had the little bit of a thing with the car. And, you know, you get down to these islands, you cannot... It doesn't matter if you... I mean, if you have a GPS, maybe, you know, but... We had maps when we were in Antigua, and you know, you didn't you didn't know uh, what street was what. You know what I mean? Like how far from this street to this street? Right. It's not marked, and none of the streets in between are marked. You know, and you know, just like driving in a and we're driving on the the other side of the road. Yeah. Which, you know, like weird. you can kind of get used to it after a while, you know, you have to get used to it. But then, try going around a rotary. Oh. That is just see, that is just so wrong. <laughs> that yeah. is just so wrong to be going the wrong way around the rotary. Because then you can't figure out anything, you know, like yeah. you can't figure out when you're getting off the rotary, which side of the street, you gotta remember <laughs> which side of the street you're going on. <laughs> Just but, a whole awkward yeah. feeling. 
I thought the where the fuck were we when I when I when I ran down that fucking sign too when I rent a car, and I never uh, <laughs> never paid for that one either. Yeah, I I don't know. Me and Mary uh, pulled the door handle off our rental. Oh, did you? In Aruba, yeah. It was a crappy Hyundai. <laughs> did you rent it from uh, the, one of the spots outside of the airport? Did you rent a car in Aruba? Yeah. And you rented Every, it from, a, time, yeah. from one of the ones that's right outside the airport? It was like... When I went there, there was different, like four or you five know, different times, different. I tell you, yeah, but when we went to the hidden, hidden pool, pool, yeah, yeah, you're in we <laughs> rented another car from a dealership that was downtown. Cannot understand how you made it to that pool. Can you believe it? No, because Justin, I, I was my, I was <laughs> my arms. I was sweating, my, not from the from the it was hot in the human, but when I mean to tell you, I was freaking <laughs> dripping sweat, and uh, I had it in low first gear, low four what wheel you, drive you first dri- gear, and I thought I was gonna roll it. Yeah, Dad, we're in a, a, a off road vehicle to the max. This thing was like four feet off the ground. Right. right. Big tires. Right. Rugged. Right. And we were hitting rocks. Right. Going sideways. I, I'm I was holding you. on to Mary and holding on to the pole. Right. I had no seatbelt. I was like not even talking, focusing. I, I can't tell you. <laughs> not fall out. I done the amount of times that I bottomed the car out. I bottomed the Jeep. It was a Jeep. I bought uh, how many times I bottomed it out. I thought I was gonna rupture the gas tank. That was my number one worry, right? And my number two worry was that I was gonna roll it over. What were you driving? A Jeep. Cherokee if or uh, Jeep no, Wrangler. One of the open ones. Yeah. Oh, you, you, yeah. you were? Oh yeah. Yeah, one of those. What, yeah, because you would Wranglers. never make it in anything else. I don't think my my Jeep wouldn't make it. No way. They, it's not a chance. It's right on the counter. Right on the counter of the rental car place, because we had a rental car, but we had to go rent a Jeep, a full-wheel drive car, because we knew we couldn't make it with the fucking car we went to the airport. There was a sign on the fucking counter that said, "Do not take any vehicle to the hidden pond. We will not be responsible. We will not be responsible." For you dying. images <laughs> or any fucking, you know, you know, and you are responsible for any damage to the vehicle and blah, 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 right? Right? Like, like a sign. Like Front standing, desk. Like standing like this on the, like, okay, you're going to sign the paper right here, right in front of this fucking sign that tells you don't, you know. <laughs> on the paper, it probably said, can you read the sign in front of you? Right. Okay. It was, it was like, you know. You know, and we don't want to get off on a tangent telling that story because you know that that but that that is our show that you know like that was probably one of the most nervous, scariest things I've ever been through was just driving that jeep across that terrain uh, out to the hinted pool. And the only reason we made it because we followed one of those things that you were in. Yeah. In. 
because the guy saw us out there. We were trying to find it, you know. He must have been like, and he the said, "Fuck are you guys he goes, doing? What are you doing out there?" <laughs> and I said, "We're looking for the hidden pond, you know, and the hidden pool." Didn't you read the sign? And he, he, he just looks at me, just fucking shakes his head. He goes, "Follow me. That's where I'm going." He said, "But you know, it's good luck, you know." He, he said, "You'll you'll never find it." Oh no! You follow me. Yeah, you because it's like the fucking moon. It, there's no. There's just. There's just if I tried to tell people, like, if you can imagine the moon with boulders on it, you know what I mean? Like boulders, like oh yeah, like okay, boulders the size of this table, but bigger boulders, you know, like the, and then and then holes. I can't tell you how many times I was on three fucking wheels. <laughs> yeah, and when, when, we were one too. Wheel fucking spinning in the fucking breeze. <laughs> God, and some of the roads are literally like on steep inclines. Yeah. So if you flipped yeah. it, you would have right. been going. Boom, right. boom, 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 boom. How about the last, the last quarter oh mile? Like, you God. have to walk in. You have to go down there. All those steps. steps. The steps and everything. Yeah. That's no fucking pit park walk in the park. Either. No shit. Even, even if you were to, to arrive at that spot, yeah. you wouldn't know it was down there. No. Nope. Like, were there any horses out there? When you went, any horses? I didn't see any. This the, Wait, the, did I see some? There must be some place on there that rents horses, like guided tours. I, I saw a couple horses. Yeah. In the city, more like though, people oh, riding no. on this, the street. This was tied up at the pool. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody like there's like four of them, so there was definitely a guide and and two, you know, maybe two couples or you know, yeah. four people, you know, three or four other people want a guide because. I mean, a, a horse, you know, that would you might be, have a better chance in a horse than a fucking jeep. I would think you know so. What I mean, even our big vehicle got stuck in. Did you have to go through like water? Oh ever? yeah, oh yeah, a couple we, of times, yeah. Yeah, we got stuck in one of those. Yeah. For fifteen minutes. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Like there was two, two, of, two you vehicles. Can't, you can't explain it to people if they've never. No. Been there. I like, when you bother right. Yeah, I remember you telling me the story. Yeah. Before I went, and I was like, "Yeah, the thing I pictured in my head, yeah, was nowhere close to as rough as it really was. Right? And that's ridiculous." I told I told her to get out of the fucking car more like three at least three times, you know, partly for the balance of the way I wanted yeah. the car, but partly because if I rolled it, I only wanted to be if only wanted to be me in it that rolled it, you know. <sighs> but that, and I'm telling you, I was in. First, low four wheel drive going no more than five miles an hour, like inching my way along sometimes. <laughs> you know, not all the time, but like, you know. Yeah. A Where lot, you needed you know, to. Yeah. Which is which, which, 90% which, of the path. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah. Oh my God. Yep. It was, it was that, and, and then turning the snowmobile around on the mountain when I. <laughs> that, that was that. Uh, that was right up there with that yeah. incident. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Always got to get into some. God damn. Always got to push the envelope. But, you know, the weird thing is, it wasn't me pushing the envelope that time. You know? I was trying. I was Which is allegedly. Tell her, <laughs> right, to her face. You know, like, I was the one who signed this paper that said I wouldn't go out here. <laughs> Only, like, my fucking ego. Fucking, you know, like. If anybody oh, can do I it, can. I can do it. <laughs> yeah. You know, like kind of thing yeah. going on, especially coming from. Yeah. You know, I'm like, 
You know, watch. Do you think he came? You know, I, I, I do think you don't even dream about it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you think. So, I do think uh, that you fail to do in your dreams. So, <laughs> so obviously, I have to freaking do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I was, I was seriously regretting it. Like, when, <laughs> I got about thirty three percent into that trip, and I was Baby, like, I was wrong. I was wrong, man. I should, I should have. There's no way I'm fucking showing me. Right? There's no sense going back because I'm like, I'm happy there. And then once we get behind the bus, that that not the bus, but that vehicle that you were in, right? There was no turnaround then either because I couldn't find my way out once I get in that deep. You know, you know, he's taking me in deeper, and uh, you know, I, I couldn't even enjoy being in the pool because I was scared shit about the drive back. Yeah, scared I, shit, and scared shit, and getting in and out of that freaking pool was no fucking picnic either. Yeah, we, they he, because the, he had posted, or maybe it was the driver or one of his buddies posted themselves like at the wall to help between you between the rock. And the between the land and the pool, yeah, to help you in and out. Yeah, that's what they did for you us know? too. I didn't need yeah. any help. So, but we Got were just this. shit lucky because we went into the the tour. Yeah. Like if I if we made it out there by ourselves, how would we getting in and out of that yeah. place? Right. Yeah, that's that. without me having a freaking car already. Because <laughs> I'm telling you, I've been in some tough fucking spots in my time, but that, you know, I'm up, you know. I'm on vacation. You're not supposed to be in those kind of situations. <laughs> supposed to be relaxing right now. Thought this pool was going to be a relaxation yeah. rest. So, anyways, what? yeah. How'd we get off on that Aruba tangent? Well, we were talking about the pipe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Pipe slash. Slash knife. Weapon slash ornamental, you know, mantelpiece. Sharp as fuck, too. Yeah, I, I think I really sharpened that with the. Um, Grinder in the garage. Yeah. When I brought him home, yeah. That grinder works the balls, man. That was that. That'll shop at anything. What's it? Uh, the. Yeah. What does it have on it? Um, it's a, a fucking nice marble. Uh, not marble. No. What the fuck is the? I forget. No, I it was just on my tongue. I forgot. Yeah. Whatever it is, that's whatever it, it is. That yeah. shit's cool as hell. It is. Fucking chopping any knife. I mean, a cheap knife will only hold the. the you can only sharpen so it so long. Yeah. You can only sharpen it so sharp, too. Yeah. You know, then by the time it gets a really good edge on it, it starts to melt. So, But, you know, nice to have that grinder around. Yeah. Yeah. Should ride yeah, it over here for the. I got the it. Axis. It's in the, oh, you got it? it? It's in the. Uh, oh, yeah. I wouldn't have bought an axe and a hatchet. <laughs> like, do you know what happened to my other hatchet? I had a couple of hatchets. I remember them just hanging up in the garage. I don't think they were there the last time I went to no? the farm. I, you know, I don't know. Maybe I'm paranoid, but I think tools are dribbling out of that place. It's a fucking yeah. I don't tr like that. You are in. I mean, I'm going over there before and found the fucking door of the garage open. Yeah, then that's. Not supposed to be any exactly access by them, right? right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. See, I don't fucking trust that they just wouldn't go in there out of pure curiosity if they needed something. Oh, well, you know, maybe like as the this. last time I was in there, what did I? 
what did I, I think it was something like the common workman's tool. It was like either a sledgehammer or a pick. Remember I had a pick? Yeah. I had a sledgehammer. I had a couple of sledgehammers. Yeah, you had like four of them. And I went looking for it. I couldn't find it. I forget which one it was. I think it was the pick. Yeah? Yeah. And then, but then, what do I find in the driveway, just outside the fucking garage, lying, like, I don't know if you've been over there, it looks like a junkyard. Well, he's got a bunch of cars in there? No, okay. but a bunch of pot, peat pots. Just scattered? Yeah, like, you know, he's got a car underneath the porch, and, yeah, I don't know, I, you know. I mean axles and stuff like you know. What are you gonna, what, what are you even gonna do with that stuff? I mean, I, you know, like nobody's a worse sorter than <laughs> I am, you know. But like really, I never let it get that bad. But anyways, um, yeah. So the grinder and the tools and yeah. So anyways, yeah. Oh, I'm on record now saying this, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not accusing Lou. I'm not accusing you. You know. I'm. I, you know, there's other people have access to that place. You know, right, even my right friend, on college campus anyway, yeah. too. So I used to lend my uh, chainsaw to George, bring it back. You know, I don't know how many chainsaws I've bought. You know, <laughs> lent them to George, they'd come back. You know, but you know the so many the things oil that... thing is the oil uh, thing is cracked on it, so you you know the oil drips out of it while you're using it. And, <laughs> Poisons you know, your lawn. It's bad for like George, but it's ruined. Like you know, like just it just had a knack for either losing tools or ruining them. But I mean, it's all good because you know what, you, you know, you, you used it a lot. I'm sure. Yeah, you got the use out of it. Plus, you don't need all the things that you have. I certainly you don't. You know what I mean? Like, no, I don't think anybody does. <laughs> like who? uses everything that they have everything that oh, they own nobody. who who utilizes every right. tool or every fucking right. book that they have mom's got a thousand books oh, yeah, how many yeah. do you I think know. she's read not I even know. half of them right right it's like but if one, if one gets borrowed hey you better get that book bag we need that it goes right here this is where it goes <laughs> this spot's been empty we need that book oh that's too much yeah. I mean I'm getting to the point now where, hey, I'm glad I get, I'm glad I get those two tools fixed. You get me into, get me into fucking Harbor Freight tools though, cause I and then in Home Depot to pick up the chain for the chainsaw. Yeah. Which fucking pissed me off. I bought a chain, an 18 inch, which was supposed to be an 18 inch chain. From Home Depot? From Home Depot. I opened Demerit. It. it was too long. It was like. Demerit for Home Depot. Yeah. Instead of the shout outs, I do demerits. Oh, okay. good. Yeah. <laughs> demerit. They sold me a 20 inch chain instead instead of an 8. It was an 18 inch container, but no. I get the chain was too big for my chainsaw, so I'm like. It came in the wrong. It came in the wrong package. They must have. Yeah, somebody must have returned the chain for whatever reason or that. Or they fucking switched it out. Because you could tell it was taped. It was one of those boxes that the top, the whole top comes off the box. Mm. It's like a, like a, like almost like a Marlboro, friggin' cigarette box. But the whole top actually comes off with yeah. the back. Yeah. You know, and chains in there. I put it on my chainsaw. It's an eighteen inch chainsaw. It's like fucking too long. So I'm like, is there? A, 
adjustment hand that I'm missing because I, <laughs> I, 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 I don't you know if I did take that chainsaw apart I can't remember you know when I did it or how I did it so I'm just like going by like hey I, I was gonna look it up on my cell phone and then I said no fuck this I can figure this out you know so <laughs> I take it out the I, answer's I get, in my hands I get it all apart and like it, all of a sudden springs start popping out of it and stuff like that and, you know, <laughs> now you know you're getting in over your head you know and so like you know, I, I, I believe it or not, and then pins start coming out. Though I, a couple of pins fell out, the spring popped loose, and then the thing that the spring was attached to came loose. <laughs> so I got all these pieces, and now they're on the front of me, and then the chain, chainsaws on. I got to figure out how they go back in there. So I figured that out. I get the chain on, I put it back together, you know, like I didn't completely put it back together but I put it back loosely and the fucking there's like two extra inches of chain so I take it apart again blah 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 you know like, like not completely like I did the first time I, after I knew the, the, the spring loaded thing that's part of the so automatic a, shut, shut off the kickback yeah. Once I figured out that that had nothing to do with the chain and how the chain went on, I just left the rest of that like that. But I had to put the chain on the chainsaw, and like I'm, I'm, I just can't figure it out. Right? No thought in your head like this so, chain must be too long. Right, but I, measure it. I went back. Okay, so I got the old chain off, right? I went. I get a home deep. No, I bought this a while back. I I had this chain for a while. Oh, so. But it was still in the package, the original package. Could I took you it have been the one to switch that? No, because I never had, I never had a twenty inch chainsaw. But that's uh, a good question. <laughs> Something I would do. Like, yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. No, I like chains. I wouldn't save chains. I mean, once they're dull, yeah. you can do them. You know, you get you get a quarter half quarter way through the freaking tree and it's burning. It's it's you know not cutting anything. It's just burning. You know? Really, they go that quick sometimes. Yeah, I mean, once the blade is gone, it's gone. Yeah. You know I mean, so I'm not saying I treated it the best in the world. I made it, like, you know, running through the ground a couple <laughs> of times. But, what you know, whatever. Yeah. You know, needed a new change. I bought the chain. It was 18 inches. I bought it a while back. I was going to do it. And I did. Finally got it running this year. Go down into my desk where I put the chain, get it out, open the box. Open the box. You know, like, it had been retaped, But... I'm trustworthy soul. <laughs> Not anymore. Put the chain on the chain on the bar. It's too long. So I, I go back. Now what do I do? Right? I figure because I'm reading the chainsaw. I don't have the manual for it or anything. And I'm looking all over the handle at part in the chain in the length of that uh, the bar and everything, trying to find out if I've got the right. Length is it eighteen inches? Why wouldn't you just measure it? Because when you measure it, it's fucked up. Because it's, it's, it's in a circle. The length of the, is it the length of the chain? Right, right, right. Or the length <laughs> of the bar? In neither case, right? In neither case did it come out right. Like if I measured the bar, the chain, it was like twenty inches. If I measure the bar. 17. It's like, yeah, 16 and a half or something. Like, nothing that lines up like, hey, they sell chains 16 in in two inch lengths. Yeah. Okay, starting at like 16. It's, 
Is it like the blade of my little little chainsaw yeah. is an eight inch blade? Yeah. So you know, eight. everything's relative. Yeah. So every two inches, eight inch, ten inch, twelve inch, fourteen, <laughs> eighteen, twenty. Yeah. You know, like chainsaws. I mean, I mean, they may they probably make bigger ones, but that's the biggest one I saw. So, anyways, I bought yeah, I I got an eighteen inch, wore off the blade. Go down, get a new blade, eighteen inch, put it on the chainsaw. It's too long. So I said, fuck, I've had this chainsaw for so long, maybe I bought a 16-inch chainsaw. It doesn't say anywhere on the chainsaw how long it is. Not even on the blade. And like you say, if you measure it, yeah, yeah. it's inconclusive. Right. So I go, well, I know I get the box that says an 80-inch chain came in this box, right? Yeah. So what do I do? Go down. Assume that I bought a 16-inch chainsaw that I don't remember the right size chain. Yeah. That may, oh, maybe I did go downgrade to a 16-inch chainsaw because I, you know, the yeah. bigger the chainsaw, you know, the harder the more, it is to uh, fucking. But you know, the more powerful it is, the more you know, the bigger the tree, you can get everything, you know. Yeah. The more bigger, better, you know. So I bring the fucking thing that says it's an 18-inch chain back to Home Depot. Get my refund. Go into the aisle and buy a 16-inch chain. <laughs> Because I figure <laughs> the 18 inches is too big. The only next size down is a 16. Yeah. I bring the 16 inch chain. It's too short. Now. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? I still have the original chain. Right? Yeah. So I take the fucking Didn't you learn chain it? out of the fucking, the 16 inch chain out of the, out of the box, right? Can lay it up against the fucking chain that I, the old chain that I took off, and isn't it like two inches short? <laughs> so it is an eighteen-inch chain that I need. So now I take the fucking, I take the chainsaw apart again. I take the blade off with the chain on it. Yeah. And there's some slack in the chain where it goes around the motor, right? Yeah. And the sixteen-inch chain. I bring it back. I get the refund for my 16-inch chain, and I bring this down, and they have them all displayed. Displayed that you can you can actually buy the bar and the chain, you know. Yeah. For an extra 15 bucks, but I don't need the bar. I just need the chain. So I buy the 18-inch chain, a different one, you know, a different <laughs> brand and everything. The one I check, saying. make sure it hasn't been opened and resealed. I bring it home. I put it on the friggin' chainsaw. Bingo. <laughs> oh my God. Can you believe that? It's ridiculous. All because fucking Home Depot sold me the fucking wrong chain. <laughs> well, not all because, but mostly because of that. Boy, was I pissed. Oh my God. It's too many trips to Home Depot in one day. And then I go into uh, Harbor Freight. You don't buy tools that often, so you don't care. But <laughs> if, you, if you're going to buy a tool, you want to buy it from Harbor Freight, man. Yeah. It's like, it, it is like day and night. And I haven't had any problem with the quality of their tools either. But they are like half the price of Home Depot, literally. You know, like, you know, it's just, you know, I mean, on a lot of things. And they send you a flyer, like at least once a month. One weekend a year, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, they get these three things free. So 
the, yesterday when I went to get the change the, from Home Depot, I stopped at Harbor Freight on the way home because I needed something. And with any purchase, you get a free five by seven inch tarp. So I put it out because I don't have the big garage anymore. So one of my lawn, I have two lawnmowers. One of them's outside. Yeah. Outside all winter. And that that'll be fucking tomorrow's problem. Like trying to get that started. Um, so a tarp, a tape measure, um, sixteen feet foot tape measure, and uh, um. Fuck can't remember but three things free $20 off your purchase 20% off your 20% off your purchase and um, those like so if you went in the like oh I know what I needed I needed a, a bolt for the bottom of her chair I bought it Billy moved to Florida gave me his computer chair nice high one with the you know black one yeah. with the back and the arms and everything, yeah. so I went down and got it from him. But it's missing a screw. So when like when you go lean forward, it dumps it dumps you forward. So <laughs> I look underneath. Okay, I need these bolts. They sell them at Harbor Freight. I go in there to buy a couple of bolts. End up with and the then I, got, I, I, I yeah, and then I bought a couple other things too because I'm just I'm I'm an idiot like that. You know, like I bought a pair of those little teeny tiny screwdriver sets to Best work on glasses. like an iPhone with yeah why did no. you buy that because I didn't have one <laughs> and what, like you know, like, what do you realize for? you need a tool when you fucking only when you need it when you need it yeah what happened to me in Florida broke your phone I dropped it in the fucking you un- springs ended up unscrewing it and I looked up, on, I looked like up a- on his online on Billy's computer <laughs> How to take part an iPhone five? And you did it. I did. I, I I started to do it, and then I got halfway through, and now by now it's like ten o'clock at night. I'm tired, and I, and, and I couldn't believe it because I'm dry, I'm trying to dry it out. Everything worked on it except the screen, and you know you like to yeah, turn it whole, on. That's the whole thing. Right, right. <laughs> Every button. So like, every button worked. You know, like the the volume would go up and down. Yeah, yeah. The thing would go on and off. Yeah. The thing would 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 you know? I could get Siri on there with two clicks of yeah, the thing. Yeah, yeah. I could get you know, uh, you know. So I'm like looking at the phone, and Billy's like, you know, just pop the back off and take the battery out and dry the inside out. It goes. <laughs> These fucking things don't pop off like these iPhones. Like they're, you yeah, yeah, it's a fucking you know. So we look up in line and we and and take take. There's, there's two screen. There's two screws beside the jack. Yeah. Beside here, and you take those off. That's step one, and then blah blah blah. Yeah. Five five six steps. I wanted to just get it out, dry the battery out, and dry it out because. How can I dry out the inside of a phone unless I open it up? Just, you know, <laughs> yeah, well, fucking wait. Yeah. So, if ever. So, I got one screw out. But all of a sudden, Billy, who, like, doesn't know which end of the screwdriver to use, <laughs> yanks this fucking little set of fuck, of electronic screwdrivers, like, goes over to this kitchen shelf and, like, he goes, here, use these. 
Because I looked under a mic. I looked I under magnifying glass, and it yeah. was a star-shaped screw. So you needed a Phillips head? No, a star-shaped, like you know, like one, two, three, four, five points. Oh shit! Where a Phillips head is four, four points is across. What the fuck? So star, so a star-shaped. Minuscule yeah. screwdriver. The rarest screwdriver known to man. He freaking gets to a shelf in his kitchen and he goes, try this. And it's a whole set of them. It's like five. You know, <laughs> no, uh, seven. You know, star-shaped ones, Phillips head ones, slotted ones, hexagonal, hexagonal ones. Motherfucker, I said. So I... I I take out the, the I, 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 t I took one of the screws out of the you know the iPhone and then I'm like I'm trying to get the other one out because it still isn't easy yeah it's not like it flits in there like a like a, a hand in a glove right like, you know you gotta get it just the right angle and yep. twist it just not, not too hard not so I said you know what I'll never get this fucking thing back the same way right let me just put the other screw back in and fucking, I buried, we didn't have any rice, so I buried it in a box of uh, Idaho um, potato buds. <laughs> I think rice, potato buds, you know, pretty much the same thing, right? I guess. They absorb water. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's, you know, so I, I actually, I have to credit Billy with coming up with that idea, but I said, you know what? You're probably right. Anyways, I buried the phone in the, you know, and I was leaving not the next day, but that very, very early the next day. So we had one more full day that I had to go without a phone. Which was good because you were only watching Game of Thrones the whole time anyway. Right. The whole time you were there. Exactly. <laughs> so I so I put in the friggin' sn in the in the potato buds, bought it home. Didn't work. Told, told you the whole Uber story, taking the taxi to, to, you know, back up here. Got home, put the phone on my dresser, and said, shit, no, nah, I gotta go down and buy a phone, like 400, 500 bucks, whatever they are these yeah. days, you know, because I don't want to sign a contract, but yeah. anyways. It's gonna I picked, be at least a couple I picked the fit, I put the phone up, and I slide it, and it worked. On your like way out the one, door? One, half, one day after, so it was like 46 hours that that phone took to completely dry out and works. It functions exactly like it used to, which still sucks. I don't like it, but, you know, it, you know it's, it's as good as it ever That's was. That's crazy. It's fucking nuts how that solves the problem. I got it. The way I think electronics work, it gets wet and it's see it. Right, exactly. But it absorbs all the fucking moisture that's ever hit that. Right. It's like brand new again. Like what the fuck? You know, and it, it took that long to to for the atmosphere to work its way in through the crevices that the water worked its way in through. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And and stabilize the moisture in the room. With the moisture that's in the back of the phone, yeah. Where the circuits are, and that, and it, you know, it takes that one for that transfer of vape chemical, you know, yeah. Oh, 
uh, H2O to be replaced by O2 molecules. Yep. And it works in air, but it doesn't work it's, in water. And, it's, and it fucking fixed it. It fixed it. Saved you five, uh, a couple hundred dollars. At least. The elements of Earth. At least. Credit that to the mother yeah. nature. Yeah. Whatever silver is in there is like silver that's not going to be deposited, you know, to pollute whatever silver does to the earth where it doesn't belong. You don't think it belongs? I don't know. I guess it belongs. It's there. That's where we get it from. Right. But I mean, it shouldn't be in anybody's drinking water, I don't think. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. So. Do you know that we breathe in more nitrogen, I think? More nitrogen is in the air than oxygen? Or not maybe more, but a big percentage. Like we, we're no, not breathing. No, really? I, I didn't know. Yeah, we're not breathing know. in all oxygen. I don't know what exactly what our atmosphere consists of at ground level. It's like we breathe in nitrogen oxide, I think. Nitrogen oxide, because if if the air was a hundred percent oxygen, fires would never go out. Right. Force a forest fire would wipe right. out the earth. Right. Because obviously. Fire survives from oxygen. It's yeah. fueled by oxygen. Very, very, which we won't get off into, you know, because we'd be here for days. Yeah. The um, exchange of atoms that make molecules that result in so much different things. Like, you know, one molecule of hydrogen and two molecules of oxygen. No, two molecules, two atoms of I know what you're hydrogen, hydrogen yeah. and one of oxygen make water. Right. H2O. But if one of those to, was to be... But if what? But if the two oxygen molecule, the two mo oxygen... Two hydrogen. Atoms. No. no. Two oxygen yeah, yeah. is oxygen. O2. Is That's what we breathe. It's a fucking... Not O1. Yeah. One oxygen, one atom of oxygen doesn't do you any good. Right? It'd be two. The smallest, tiniest affects so much. Yeah. The smallest change. Right. In anything. Well, just think. H2O at um, room temperature is liquid. O2, which is a change of two molecules, yeah. two atoms, is it is it changed not only of what it is but what state it is? It's, it's air, and then you take hydrogen, and we breathe hydrogen in, and also the higher you get into the atmosphere, the more hydrogen and the less oxygen because hydrogen is lighter. Yeah, it's just one atom, and oxygen is two O two. That's what. Come on in. That's why, you know, you know, like you can set it up a hydrogen balloon and it rises because it, it but it will only rise to the level of hydrogen, hydrogen equals out. outside in the atmosphere yeah. equals what's inside the balloon. People yeah. say, well, why do balloons rise and why don't they stay up? Are you done with your cast? We're about to wrap it up. Yeah. Okay. You're going to have to go to market basket. Okay. Why am I not about it? I just bought. I found a pound in there. No, 
No, we didn't buy it. Excuse the interruption. Okay, sorry, pardon this. This is real life intruding <laughs> on our podcast. It's real life intruding on the podcast, bro. No, it's alright. No problem. I'll go. Yeah, so it was a little, like, you know, Easter dinner diversion. What we, what's needed at the supermarket <laughs> that we forgot when I when I bought the ham and all the other shit. So, anyways, yeah. So molecules, Aruba. Yeah, we've covered you know, a lot of shit. You know, like World War One, the Vietnam War, yeah. the civil rights movement. I wanted to get into. We covered a lot of shit. In yeah. This podcast. We're gonna have to do another one because yeah. I, I wanted to get a bunch of stories. <laughs> like a bunch of your crazy childhood stories. Oh, like a, boy. Yeah, and yeah, I know you have so can, many of them, and then I we got into friggin'. I know. I, I know. Oh, the shit. So I can't get into any now because that would just, you know. We'd be in here. We know what all left on the shelves by the time I get to the store. <laughs> so, uh. You know, yeah. store left. But, you know, it's, it's fun to be able to tell you stories. And I've experienced that firsthand, like some of our, couple of our previous podcasts with Papa. You know, those stories, I was hearing some of them for the second time. But I was hearing some of them for the first time, too. So, that's, you know, I first of all, I would appreciate it anyways. But, like, it brings it even sharper, into sharper focus, having just gone through it. You know, we haven't gone through it my whole life with Papa, you know, getting him to open up at all, right. you know, for a long time was very difficult. I mean, you know, it was, all, you know, it was like, did you clean the garage? Did you, did, you know, did you, you know, how did your sports team do? And like, you know, that's about it. Yeah. You know, no, no stories. No, you got no time for, no, just business, mm -hmm. just the facts, mm -hmm. just the facts, you know? Yeah. And um, now hearing him open up about turning Papa's garden, his father's garden, and turning the asparagus over, that's 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 just priceless. Classics. We got to get him on again for. Yeah, maybe we'll get him on. And go, hey, Dad, what's it like? What's it like getting old now after having lived the kind of life that you live, and now actually like being ninety one, nineteen twenty six, by the way. That's the year. actual year of birth. I forget where I saw it. It just, I just saw it. I just no, because Chris just posted it up, and I, that's what he wrote, I think. It, did he? I think so. Or maybe he saw it somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, where did I see it? Oh, I don't know. I was just looking through his graduation thing in Wakefield High, but it wasn't there. I, anyways, 1926. So, anyways... Yeah, it would be fun to maybe, you know, get him talk talking a little more about, you know, hey, I'll take as much as he wants to give as far as him growing up, as far as him as a young man. Yeah. As a family man, as a businessman. Right. Um, as a grandfather. And I'll take it all. You know, we could do we could do a lot of podcasts on Yeah, we could do him, as many specials yeah. as he wants to give. So, like that's it's you know. cool. Yeah, it's cool you know, to like hear. You know, I maybe maybe next time we go to him with a with a, a handful of pictures of each one of his grandkids and says, Tell "What's your story. favorite story about this one?" That's a good idea, and each one of the uncles. Yeah, and, each one and of his own kids. Trish, yeah. yeah, oh yeah, 
That's yeah. that's a good idea. You know, I mean, yeah, we should do that. And we'd go up and have a maybe have a picture of his mother and his father in there. And, right, right, you know, right. His two sisters, who I don't think you ever met. And, no, you know, like you know, shit. Like yeah, that. that's a good get it. Like get it going. And, yeah, that's a good oh, jump, yeah. jump start tool. Yep. All of his different relatives, his, yeah. his own brothers. Right? You know? Yeah. Just one story from each. Yeah. You know, Whatever get, story you want to no, tell. No big tangents here. We yep. just stay on, yeah. try and stay on track for a while. That's a good idea. we got to get the uh, pictures then. I think, right. I think Chris talked to him about uh, getting another podcast in. So. Uh, if he didn't, I talked to um, him the other day. Yeah? Yeah. All and, right. Um, Let's set it up then. And, and so all we have to do is set it up. And... Uh, and we'll, and, and uh, we'll get John Saratani uh, you know, version his you know with him he'll be his third podcast which I'm glad he lived long enough to know what a podcast is and um, you know he's having his health issues now but it looks like uh, there's light at the end of the tunnel again he's going under the knife um, May he couldn't remember the date, but I'm guessing it's sometime in the middle of May because he said it's a month, it's four weeks away. So then he'll have uh, a little minor surgery done and hopefully be as good as new. So, Papa, we are looking forward to John Saratani podcast number three. Yes. Um, and that will occur... As soon as possible. It doesn't matter. You know, it doesn't matter before or after um, his surgery. If we can get him before, we'll take that too. So yeah, maybe, you know, before and after would be nice. Yeah, and maybe but, maybe Chris will join us. Yeah, he's scared. Yeah, he's scared. I know. <laughs> What's he got to be scared about? Scared. He runs his mouth out. He scared runs his, his opinion he, recorded, <laughs> so he can't backtrack on the what he said. He runs his mouth enough That's when he's scared. not being recorded. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. so I didn't know if you wanted to close it out with a little more. Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, oh. you you can pick another song if you want. Paint it black. Uh, Let's see. Uh, we'll we'll end it with a uh, little uh, little sympathy. Oh yeah, a little sympathy for all the the all, devils out there. Yeah, for all those that um, witnessed the uh, Altamont Speedway incident. Um, you may remember that the tragedy of uh, losing a, a single human life um, happened during this song. The Rolling Stones, Sympathy for the Devil. And that's going to bring us to our closure. And I don't think Altamont ever ran, has run anything since. There's a race, a speedway? But they were having a concert there. Is that the, when the gun comes up like that? Yep, that's it. Did they have the the they had the body, uh, Hell's Angels, right? Yeah. And they paid them in beer. Yes. Classic. Twenty one cases. You don't hear about <laughs> shit like that anymore. Cool shit like that. <laughs> Back in the good old days. Alright everybody. Thanks for listening. Thanks you guys. Two hours, huh? We'll be back again. Yeah. Two hours? Yeah. Wow. We can go on and on, can't Yeah. Alright. See you next time. Thank you.
Yeah, 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 yeah